Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 28th of July. The Federal Treasurer has admitted he will be delivering confronting news today when he gives his first statement on Australia's economic outlook. It comes as inflation yesterday hit a 21-year high at 6.1%, which is also expected to push up interest rates. The Greens are increasing pressure on the Federal Government to ditch tax cuts for billionaires and put the cash towards easing the rising cost of living pressures. But Treasurer Jim Chalmers says it's not on the agenda. That wouldn't do anything about the near-term inflation challenges that we have right now. They come in two years down the track. So our priority when it comes to tax reform is on making multinationals pay their fair share of tax, is going through those rorts and going through that waste uh, to make sure that we can cut it back where we can. But Edwina McDonald from the Australian Council of Social Services says times are very tough for many and we need a clear plan. It's just stressful for people to not know how they're going to be able to afford to provide food for themselves and for their families, to be able to uh, afford clothing, essential medicine, heating, energy. Uh, It's just an unacceptable place for people to be. In other news this morning, Pauline Hanson is being slammed for storming out of federal parliament yesterday. The senator yelled, no, I won't, I never will, when the acknowledgement of country was getting underway on the second sitting day of the new Senate. Labor Senator Yana Stewart is the youngest First Nations woman elected to parliament and has told Channel 10, despite Miss Hanson's outburst, the future looks bright. We always knew that there was going to be a portion of the community that shared views like Senator Hanson's. That's a, a given in our country because our the very foundation of how our country started was one that said that we didn't exist here. So it's going to take a bit of time to unwind that, um, but we're on the right track to be able to, to you know, come back from that. The parents of the youngest COVID victim in Queensland have spoken of their heartbreak after losing their beautiful baby girl. 23-month-old Ruby Grace Edwards tested positive for COVID on the 14th of July, triggering a rare neurological disease. Just weeks before her second birthday, little Ruby passed away over the weekend. Her father, Stephen Edwards, says they're still in shock and disbelief and acknowledge the hard work of the staff at Queensland Children's Hospital. Her mother, Crystal, is heavily pregnant and due to give birth tomorrow. And in breaking news, Rachel Grinham and Eddie Ockerden have been announced as Australia's flag bearers for tomorrow morning's opening ceremony of the Commonwealth Games. 435 Australians have made the trip to Birmingham with the youngest 14-year-old Charlie Petrov. Chair of the Games Athlete Advisory Committee, Brendan Williams, says it's mixed feelings for many athletes. Some athletes are nervous. Some athletes are excited because they have been waiting for this moment to be in front of, um, you know, the crowd. A crowd, a, a, a city such as Birmingham, which brought together over 180 different countries. And we'll have more details on the games coming up shortly in sport. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. New South Wales and more public transport chaos for commuters after hundreds of train workers walked off the job overnight. Our reporter Madeline Palmer has the details from Sydney. That's right, Tash. The rail, tram and bus union are still at loggerheads with the state government over safety issues with the new intercity fleet. It comes after a number of strikes over several weeks cause major disruptions for commuters. Matt Longland from Sydney Trains says Sydney siders should plan ahead. 
We're asking customers if they normally travel early in the morning, think about using another mode of public transport today. Um, and if they do have some flexibility, think about travelling a little bit later this morning and you'll have a much more reliable trip. Services are expected to return to normal around 8am this morning. Meanwhile, in Melbourne, rubbish collectors are also going on strike over a pay dispute with bin and curb collections to be left behind during the industrial action. And to WA now, where the family of a Perth fisherman says they want answers after a four-day search found no trace of Ian Gray. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has the details from Perth. Yeah, that's right, Tash. Relatives say they'll keep looking for clues as they want answers over the whereabouts of the missing Perth fisherman. Ian Gray failed to return on Sunday from a fishing trip off Greenhead near Durian Bay, which sparked the four-day search. Police uncovered a number of items, but none were linked to the 46-year-old. In a statement, his relatives say they want to know what's happened to him and they'll continue to look for debris and clues. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Now, as we reported earlier in the news this morning, the Treasurer is already warning Australians it won't be good news today when he delivers his important economic statements. Well, yeah, well, yesterday we saw inflation hit 6.1%, which is better than expected. Uh, economists thought 6.3% was on the cards, but the underlying inflation rate was a little higher than the Reserve Bank wanted. Now, Treasurer Jim Chalmers addresses the nation today, and he will tell us the economy, which was growing at a 3.75%, that's a solid rate, will slow down to 3% this financial year and 2% next year. But there's no talk of a recession that kills jobs and businesses. So we should really contain our fear and loathing. Now, we've already got the bad news for homeowners with the interest rates expected to increase yet again next month. And there's more bad news, Peter, with one expert predicting house prices will continue to fall. That's right. PropTrack is a research business of real estate website business, REA, and its economics team predicts that house prices will fall by 15% nationally by the end of 2023. And while this sounds like bad news, this is lower than the 20% and 30% calls from other forecasters. And this follows a whopping 34% rise in property prices since February 2020 when the pandemic was declared. But it's not all bad news. We need good news. We're almost to Friday. What have you got for us this morning with the local stock market, Peter? Yeah, well, our, our stock market plays follow the leader with the US stock market, and we saw share prices spike overnight with the tech-heavy Nasdaq index up over 3%, following the US central bank raising interest rates by 0.75%. Now, why did that happen? Well, the central bank boss, Jerome Powell, hinted that he'd slow interest rate rises going forward, and investors who've been expecting more big rate rises really like what they heard. Massive day ahead on the economic front. Peter, thanks so much. Yeah, cheers. Time now for Sport with Brett Thomas. And Brett, more developments in the ongoing controversy over the Manly Sea Eagles pride jersey. The team, of course, is set to face off tonight against the Roosters and the story is still making headlines right around the world. It certainly is. Good morning, Tash. And the latest development is that uh, those seven players have been told not to attend Brookvale Oval tonight. Police consulting with Manly uh, due to security fears. They've been told to either watch that at home or maybe they'll gather together at a group. Now, there is a football match, of course, to be played tonight. The Seagulls sit 
ninth. The Roosters sit eighth. On another NRL issue, David Nofoluma has uh, left the Tigers, who are bottom of the ladder right now, to join the injury hit storm. It's raised a few eyebrows around the NRL, including from Ryan Girdler. To make the finals, get in there, and all of a sudden you've got these stacked sides that haven't been able to get through with their, the roster that was named at the start of the year. Mm. This doesn't seem right. Not a lot of talk about actual uh, footy this week in the NRL tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of off-field problems at the moment. And to the AFL now, Brett, in the race to convince Alastair Clarkson to come out of retirement is ramping up with two AFL clubs chasing the four-time premiership coach. He is certainly a man in demand and has now met with the Giants for a third time. Uh, their CEO, Dave Matthews, has told Seven he's still unsure if Clarko will opt to coach again. At the moment, it's more just, I think, having a discussion about what it is you know, he's enjoyed about his year off and what he's been up to and what his future aspirations are. And for us, we're clearly in the middle of a, a pretty extensive process for a coach, so it's just one of a number of discussions that we're having. North Melbourne spoke to his management last weekend. Round 20 in the AFL kicks off tomorrow night with the Dockers hosting the Demons. And we've got some more breaking news on the Commonwealth Games. We know who the flag bearers are and who should we watch out for? Yeah, we certainly do. Tasha Kookaburra's co-captain Eddie Ockenden, a veteran, a superstar of uh, Australian hockey and squash player Rachel Grinham will lead the team out at the opening ceremony tomorrow morning. Eddie telling Seven the nerves will certainly kick in on the night. We were just joking before how nervous we were going to be about it. Like, we're just, oh, we'll probably help each other out, but hopefully we don't stuff up or do the wrong thing, I think. You know, sport's the easier part in some respects. Yeah, can't wait for the, Com- uh, the Commonwealth Games kicking off tomorrow morning. I think the Aussie T20 uh, women's side uh, begins uh, while that opening ceremony is actually on tomorrow. Cannot wait. Go the Aussies. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And history will be made tonight as the final episode of the much-loved Australian television soap Neighbours airs after 37 years. A stellar lineup of Australian actors will make special guest appearances, including Kylie Minogue, Jason Donovan, Margot Robbie and Delta Goodrum. While even some characters that have been killed off previously will return. Rob Mills revealing a few secrets of how the characters may reappear. I don't know if you know how um, soap operas work. <laughs> they, come back in, they can come back in many forms. Uh, there's a twin, uh, there's a ghost, an apparition. Uh, like there's, there's many forms. The 90-minute Neighbours special will air tonight on Channel 10. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.